podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Let's look at the seven best teams in the Premier League and how I think they're going to set up in game week one. We'll look at average position maps. We're going to look at the top three picks from each team. We'll look at the pre-season form and the starting 11, as well as some manager tactical stuff as well. So welcome to the Gianni Batici YouTube show. Hope you guys are well. Let's start with Man City. So how have they been playing pre-season? Well, it's been the same old City. They have lost a game or two. But they've been scoring goals. They scored five against Yokohama. Uh, they beat Bayern. They lost to Atletico. Um, but we are seeing the likes of Phil Foden getting minutes. And that's, I think, the headline for this Man City team. So Guardiola coming in could change the 11. De Bruyne's fitness could change the 11. But Foden at the moment has two key routes to the team. The Gundogan role, Gundogan's left. And left centre mid is where Foden's done well pre-season. But he's also played on the right-hand side pre-season in the Mares role. Um, Bernardo Silva, of course, can occupy that space too. Is Foden a risky pick come game week one? Well, maybe because there's a Super Cup in between game week one and two. Um, but is he going to be a good FPL pick this season? Absolutely, yes. Guys, we need more cover than Haaland, don't we? If we're going for Man City attack and like they score four or five goals, and you've just got Haaland. They're the best defence in the league, so we need a defender. We'll talk about them in a minute. But for me, you need more than Haaland. Foden's the obvious pick. Maybe you go Grealish, but I feel like the explosivity with Grealish is a little bit lower. The ceiling is lower. The defenders. Now, I was Team Ake for my early draft because of the price, 5 million. But guys, if you can spend 0.5 extra, and I can now with my team, John Stones is worth it. He's playing in that inverted role, sometimes stepping into midfield. Uh, it depends if Walker's in the team or not, but we could see him in those advanced positions quite often. And if we do, there's goal threat there. Stones has also scored in pre-season. So for me, the standout three options, Stones, Foden and Haaland. Remember, Foden on a lot of the set pieces as well. Um, Grealish also on some corners uh, pre-season too. And obviously De Bruyne, when he's back in that team, will occupy a lot of the set pieces. But it was good to see Foden on the free kicks too, the indirect free kicks in their most recent friendly against Atletico. Let's now move on to Liverpool and a team that many managers, myself included, are looking to maybe swerve game week one. But maybe that is a high risk strategy because they've been scoring goals for fun in pre-season. From the first three games, they scored four goals in in each and every one of them and there's been some standout options in terms of goals and assists and we'll get to that in just a second but first let's look at how I think they'll line up game week one the big question mark is over the midfield really isn't it we know Trent is likely to be occupying the right back space and that's in defence he's right back but with the ball it's a back three and Trent steps into midfield giving him a little bit of a free roll as we saw at the end of last season where he was the most amazing FPL option but he is eight million the fixtures are tricky right um, the midfield's the big question mark. I think we're going to see, because Thiago's not been getting minutes pre-season. I think he's had a knock. So I think we're going to see Sabotzlai alongside Curtis Jones, who had a really good under-21s. Arguably, he was player of the tournament in the under-21s. Um, and then McAllister alongside them. That, I think, will be the midfield three game week one. Um, and then the front three, we've got Salah, obviously. And then Darwin looks favourite to be the number nine over Hakpo, over Jota. And then it'll either be Diaz or Jota on the left-hand side. But when we look at the pre-season numbers, it looks really good for Darwin. It looks really good for Salah. And actually, Jota's been in amongst it too. So Jota's had three goals and two assists in three games. Useful. Darwin's had four goals and an assist. And Salah's had five assists and a goal. 
that looks like the front three that really could be going into game week one, which is strange because I thought Diaz and Hakpo about three, four weeks ago might be the preferred options. But Darwin's been given the number nine shirt. He's 7.5 million FPL. And I think he could be a really nice game week one punt. Now he might get reduced minutes. Sure, he might come off early in games. He could be rotated. But when you look at his per 90 stats, he doesn't need 90 minutes to be delivering. This is a guy that if you get 45 or even 30 minute cameos, you can still get a goal. If you get 75 minutes out of him, you still expect. So that standout three options for Liverpool, Trent, Salah, Darwin. Personally, I think I'll be going without early on because I don't love the fixtures, a lot of away games, but I do think I'll be moving towards Liverpool and now the three I've got my eye on. We can see from the average position map against Leicester where Liverpool won 4-0, by the way, that Trent position. That is what I mean about inverted right back. Says it all. Look how, we, look how central he is. You don't see right backs usually occupying those spaces. Well, Trent does. And if you can afford an 8 million defender... Trent's the easy pick. I've not really been considering Salah, but I would consider and have been considering Trent. If you're going to go for one or the other, for me, it's Trent over Salah. But let's move on. We're going to look at the Chelsea team now. Well, this is a very different team to what we saw last year. Straight away with the Chelsea team, we know it's going to be a back four. But before we see my suggested lineup, let's have a look at some of their pre-season results because they did win the summer series. Yeah, you, you saw that on, on TV, I'm guessing. So they, they uh, pre-season have beaten Brighton, they've beaten Wrexham, uh, they drew with Newcastle and they beat Fulham. Um, so some good results. Um, they've been scoring goals and Kunku's had three. I think Jackson's had three or four as well. Um, and it's a very different setup for Chelsea. It's a 4-2-3-1, which Poch has, has played historically, right? So I think we're going to see Reese and Chilwell in. And I think Colwell at 4.5 is a really good FPL option alongside Thiago at the back. The midfield two, it could be, it's going to be Enzo plus one. Now that could be, it could be one of the kids, Santos or Cassaday, or it could be Gallagher if he's not sold. But ideally, that's Caicedo. <laughs> I will Chelsea buy him by game week one? I'm not so sure. And then the front three behind Jackson, I think, so the front four, will be Sterling right, Mudrick left, and Kunku behind Jackson. But the standout FPL options in this team come from the fullbacks because the fullbacks attack at will. Now, looks to me like Chilwell was given complete license. Reese James might have to be a little bit more disciplined. But Chilwell and James will bomb forward, Chilwell even more so. The goal threat for me is higher with Chilwell. Perhaps the assist threat is higher with Reese James, and I was looking in the scout members area um, recently, and, and, and James does have from last season the better assist threat, and Cobalt the better goal threat, Chilwell the better goal threat. Corners will be split between both. Uh, if anything, Chilwell will take more. Again, saw that in the scout members area. And pre-season, Chilwell got an assist for Thiago Silva just the other day against Fulham from a set piece, from a corner. Penalties, I think we'll see in Kunku on pens. And again, that makes him the better pick to Jackson. 7.5 million from Kunku. He has played in three positions pre-season. Number nine, number 10, and even out on the left-hand side. I think we'll see him as a second striker quite a lot. But the minutes within Kunku are absolutely safe. And you back him for 92. Even when Jackson starts, I'm not sure we're going to get too many sets of 90 from him. So that's how I think Chelsea line up. I think we should be going with at least two players, um, at least one player, but at least two players by game week three. Um, and Kunku would be my third standout Chelsea option. And Kunku, James, Chilwell. Chilwell's in my team. And look, Colwell, Colwell, if you want a 4.5 million defender, definitely go uh, Levi Colwell. He's been in my draft since game week one. Um, so let's move on to Man United. How are you expecting them to line up? Because again, few additions pre-season, right? I feel like the back four is pretty set. 
Dallow might play against weaker opposition, but Wambasaka I think, is first choice. And again, certainly in the more difficult games. Anana adds a lot to the team. The midfield three, Mount and Bruno, means two number eights with Casemiro. And then I guess we're, we're waiting to see if, if the new lad will be starting up front game week one. I wonder game week one if we see Rashford number nine, Garnacho out wide, and then Anthony on the right-hand side. And our new Danish friend might be eased in off the bench because he has joined pretty late into pre-season or is joining pretty late into pre-season. So pre-season, United haven't looked great. They lost to Real Madrid. They did beat Leon and they did beat Leeds. Um, but the standout performances so far from what I've seen, I think Bruno's looked really sharp. Um, Anana's looked great with his feet. Um, and Mason Mount will take some of the set pieces, it's worth noting. So Shaw and Bruno appeal for set pieces might go down a little bit with Mason Mount on a lot of those corners and free kicks. So the standout options are pretty simple. Like Anana, I'd have paid 5.5 for him, he's 5 million. Really easy pick. He's the goalkeeper in my team. I can almost lock that in. He's going to clock bonus points too, a plenty. Um, Mason Mount um, isn't quite in the top three, but Bruno is. And then Rashford. Three easy picks. Bruno, by the way, is going to be on penalties, we think. Um, Rashford might get the odd pen, but Bruno is the designated penalty taker. And of course, he is club captain now as well. Let's move on to Arsenal, who scored five against Barcelona. I think they scored five against the MLS All-Stars too. And it's more the same. It's what we saw last season, plus Havertz instead of Xhaka in the number eight role. And we've seen a, a, a new fullback join as well. So look, Timber could play left back depending on Zinchenko fitness. We could see Timber right back, but Ben White's done well pre-season. Saliba and Gabriel are obviously in there. Declan Rice will be at the base of the midfield with two number eights, a bit like Man United, Odegaard and Havertz. But Odegaard will be more advanced than Havertz. And it is worth noting that. We can see from this average position map against Barcelona. Look at Havertz, number 29, versus Odegaard, number eight. That are the positions we think they'll take up. And then the front three is as we expect. Saka, Jesus, Martinelli. Trossard's been amazing pre-season. I don't think he'll be in the 11. He'll be first up. He could come on for Havertz. He could come on for Martinelli. He could come on for Jesus. But the front three, bites of the cherry, are the standout FPL options for me because the first three fixtures, I can see a big scoreline or two. And if so, I don't really care about the six-point defenders because there's other good defenders in the game. I do care about the front three. And that's why triple Arsenal attack could be so much fun come game week one. So look, we've done Arsenal. We've done a lot of the big teams. We're going to move on. There's only two teams left. When we're looking at these teams, we're doing them because they're popular FPL picks. By the way, guys, do join my uh, mini league if you fancy it. Um, but we're going to talk Spurs and we're going to talk Brighton. Before we do, if you want to subscribe to the channel, I've loved having so many new subscribers in the last couple of weeks. So welcome to the Gianni Petici YouTube channel and thank you guys for subscribing and liking and I'm getting back to all your comments, especially those that are uploaded in the first hour or two. So do set those notification bells. Um, but look, we're going to do Spurs and Brighton. Let's start with Spurs because this Postacoglu team is going to attack for fun. Now, this average position map was taken from the West Ham game in which Spurs lost. Now, I don't mind that they lost because the attacking numbers were insane. I think it was, was it 4-3 or 3-2 defeat to West Ham? But Spurs really should have won. They had loads of chances, loads of shots. Look at Pedro Porro, number 23. So advanced. He's going to be loads of fun. It's a back four. It will be 4-2-3-1. So I think we're going to see Porro and I think we're going to see uh, Doji as the left back as well. So 4.5 option and 5 million option. They're both really good options. Um, centre-back they need to buy. Romero could even be alongside Ben Davies at, at centre-back. 
I think it'll be Hoiberg and Basuma at the base of the midfield. Skip could come in. He has had minutes pre-season. And then Kulu, Madison, Son behind Harry Kane. Now, if Harry Kane goes, Richarlison does become an amazing FPL option because it will be Richarlison number nine. Richarlison had a hat-trick the other day in pre-season, by the way. So if Kane goes, Richarlison is a 7 million midfielder. Have your on him. He'll be the standout Spurs option. But as things stand, Kane, Son, probably Porro, three standout options for me. Um... Do monitor Spurs and that transfer window, though. And look, let's move to Brighton because Brighton are probably like they're up there with Arsenal and Man City as the most exciting FPL teams for game week one because the fixtures for Brighton are so, so good. Now, I've got double. I want to try and accommodate treble Brighton. So pre-season, they have lost some games like they lost to Chelsea, lost to Newcastle as well um, in the summer series. But they did beat Brentford. Um but the form's more important. Like against Chelsea, they were as good as them and they lost the game. Newcastle, they were the better team. Um, they're going to score goals. I think they've got Luton uh, in the first game week or two. I fancy Brighton, guys. And I think Matomo is the standout option because of consistency of minutes, because we saw how good he is last year. But there's loads more options in there. So how do I think they line up? Steele, I think, gets the nodded goal over Verbruggen, who they spent 20 million on. Long term, Verbruggen, the 20-year-old Dutch goalkeeper, will be in that team. So bit of a warning if you're going steel. He's only one or two bad games away from being dropped, in my opinion. And they've been sharing minutes pre-season. I think he gets the nod game week one, but Verbruggen is decent. I think it'll be gross right back unless Caicedo is sold and he might be needed in the midfield. Dunk Webster and Estupanan. Caicedo with the Hood, the new, new centre midfielder, is a very good player. Um, March on the right, Matoma on the left. Now I'm going for a front two of Pedro and Welbeck. And CISO and Ferguson haven't had a huge amount of minutes pre-season. Pedro and Welbeck have, and I think that will be the 11 in game week one. Now, if it is, the standout options for me, I think Pedro, I think Welbeck gets minutes but comes off in games. And I think Estupanan and Matoma pick themselves. But Pedro, I think, is going to be on penalties. He took a penalty in pre-season. Pretty useful. Now, Gross wasn't on the pitch, but Gross's penalty record from eight Premier League Penalties for Brighton, he scored five of them. He's missed three and eight. That's not a good record. And at Watford, Pedro had a pretty decent record. So I think Pedro on penalties at 5.5 million as a forward, definitely consider him in your team. But just know with Brighton, there will be rotation up front. Ferguson will get minutes. Enciso will get minutes. Lallana will get minutes as the 10. Even on the flanks, we'll see some of the other the younger players get minutes, like Sabuananote, for example. So guys, there we have it. Seven Premier League teams with the best FPL assets. Of course, there are other teams and more players you should be considering from a wider player pool. But the seven most popular we've spoken about today. Hope you guys enjoyed it. It's something a little bit different. Do let me know in the comments. Thank you for liking and subscribing. And I'll see you <laughs>